there you are and i can see me <laughs> awesome so finally I, we got connected what i did was i unplugged my other monitor that had okay. the sound going through it so i just shut down the other two monitors and all of a sudden the sound popped up over here Woohoo! awesome so you fixed it yes yay so, so let's start over again <laughs> yeah sorry uh, so so I go, I've gone through your profile and I came to know that you're an author and uh, I thought to tell about you to my audience. Firstly, thank you for accepting my invitation and uh, accepting to be on my show. Well, thank you so much for asking me. I'm honored and uh, very, very excited about this. Um, I'm, I'm a new author to a point. Um, I have authored a couple other books, but I didn't uh, really pursue marketing them. So this is really the first time. So I've kind of been reaching out to people and, you know, hoping to get as much exposure as possible. And, uh, you know, hopefully it goes into a series or film on screen, uh, which I do have a film director who said they wanted to talk to me in January or February, wow. early of 2022. But they also signed up to that new, um, I think it's called uh, Talent Flick. Um, and it's basically this uh, program out of um, Hollywood with all these screenwriters and producers, and they will actually take your book and send it off to producers to maybe, you know, they might be interested for the book to film type of thing. So we are going to talk about the book, uh, which uh, they are, uh, I mean, they are going to see or they are going to accept. Oh, I have no idea yet. So that's just all in the making. So I have no idea. Um, so right now, um, I'm published with the paperback, which you've probably seen quite a bit, you know, on on uh, the Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I have seen this. Yeah, and I've been, I do kind of a lot of marketing with that. So it's only available in paperback right now, but Kindle is coming and I also have audio coming. Okay. <laughs> yes, and I think audio will get out just in time when book two arrives. So book two should be out in October, book three should be out in December, and then book four and five will come out sometime in um, early to mid 2022. Awesome. So before talking uh, deep about uh, uh, the work that you did, uh, I want you to uh, introduce yourself to my audience and to the world who is hearing and uh, who is uh, watching you. Okay. Um, so, well, I'm Susan Clausen. And I'm actually reside uh, close to the Boston area in Massachusetts in the USA. And I've lived in this area for about 14 years, but I grew up in Vermont, which is a really teeny um, New England state. In fact, for many years, people have said, where's Vermont? Because they thought it was maybe a city somewhere. <laughs> Didn't realize it was a state. So I grew up there most of my life um, and moved down here with a job. Uh, so I, we've stayed here and our plan is that when we retire, we want to end up in Kentucky on one of their nice lakes with a little campsite type of thing. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. And I have three kids and they're all grown out of the home. So one's residing here in the area, one's down in Atlanta. Um, the other one just moved down to the Atlanta area. I'm not sure how long he'll stay there. Um, so I don't get to see them quite as much. But my older daughter's getting married in Hawaii in September. And so we're getting to go over there to that wedding. So that's real exciting. <clears throat> so that's that's a little bit about me. Um, I have 
a sales and marketing background. I have worked um, in the recruiting industry, training sales reps all over the USA, writing and designing sales programs. Um, so I've kind of always had my dibs in on writing per se, but I've always been interested in fiction and suspense and thrillers and that type of stuff. But I also like reality. So when I sat down to write this book, I'm trying to make it as realistic as possible, although it's totally 100% fiction. At least I hope we never encounter it <laughs> type of thing. So where are you from? What's that? Where, where are you from? Where am I from? Yeah. Originally? Right now, where you uh, live. Okay, so I'm I'm in Massachusetts. Okay, so uh, how many books you have published? So I actually have three books published, um, but my other two books really weren't meant to kind of get out there to, you know, I have them, they're actually on Amazon. Um, one is a called Parent Teen Stories Without Judgment. And basically it's a series of stories written by parents and teens who had issues with, with teens growing up. Um, so that's a realistic story. That one's kind of cool because I almost got on the Dr. Phil show with it, um, but the producer ended up leaving the show and I, I ended up not getting on the show um, for that. But I never promoted it, so it's not like any big hit or anything. And my second one is um, called The Ultimate Passage, Children Only. And basically that one was a time travel type of, and it was supposed to be a trilogy, but I never did finish it and I never did promote it. Um, I worked with a uh, one of those uh, self-publishers. It just didn't work out so well, so I kind of let that go. And um, that was a, quite a few years ago. So it was last year when I decided to sit down and write this story, which I'm really excited about because I am going to market it and I would love it to screen because I think it's so realistic, even though it's fictional, based on the pandemic and everything that we've all been through throughout the world. So uh, you worked uh, in a sales and marketing department before and uh, you decided to write and uh, it is completely different job. So how uh, you shifted from that to this? So I still work. So I work in the credit card processing industry right now and I hire and train reps um, across the US to go out and sell our product for the processing. So I'm still writing and working, more writing these days than working. So I, <laughs> I've been lucky enough that it works out that way. And over in the past, when I was working full time, it was more of, you know, kind of write when I can type of thing. Uh, and it wasn't as concentrated as this is. So I would say I'm probably devoting right now at probably 40 hours a week into my writing and marketing. So the first one, uh, the series of uh, uh, the series of stories that you said, uh, which is uh, which uh, which is the conflict between parents and uh, teens. Yeah. So how do you get that idea and uh, who inspired you and uh, what made you to write that? So my older daughter uh, growing up uh, had some unfortunate issues with drug addiction. So I had some issues going through with her. Um, by the way, she's perfectly fine now and turned into a beautiful, um, up in 
citizen, all that good stuff. But, um, you know, there wasn't really a lot of people to share my story with. And anyone that you sh I shared the story with, they would judge you like, oh, you have a daughter who's a drug addict, you know, that type of thing and not kind of understand what I was going through. And when I reached out to, I put an ad out for anybody who had issues with teens or if they were even a teen with issues and they had no one to really turn to and they all felt like they were being judged. So everyone that I talked to, they said, well, we'd love to write a story in your book. And so they shared their stories as well, which was very good. And, and so that was the first of the series. I was going to make that into more, um, but that was a lot of work at the time. And again, I was working full time and trying to coordinate with all the authors and having to do a lot of the editing <clears throat> and coordinating with the publisher. Um, that was, I, I have a lot of respect for people who do, uh, um, who author other authors, basically. So you inspired from the real story and uh, you created uh, uh, a fictional story based on the real incidents. Yes. Right. So that's amazing. So how many people uh, have seen it and read it and what is the response that you got? So that book, um, and that's kind of a dead book now, so it's not really even out there. The problem is that the publisher that I was using, um, I don't think that's um, so it's kind of sitting kind of stagnant. It's not that I couldn't take it to another publisher and, and recreate it um, just to show you what it looks like. This is the book. And this one is a hardcover, um, but again, it's really not even for sale right now. And I've been thinking, you know, after I get done this five book series, maybe it is something worth revamping. I had a whole website at the time that it was pretty cool because parents and teens could go in and chat with each other who are having issues. And it was really, a very non-judgmental place where people could share and it was it was a very very cool time so um you know this was really targeted more towards counselors and not so much to the public so you know a counselor was having a problem with a teen or a parent was having a problem with a teen it's like well you're not alone there's other people out there that are having problems too you know hey take a look at that book so that's kind of where that one was going. And I think that was kind of a vent for me because I was having issues and I hated being judged for the fact, you know, I didn't do anything, um, but my daughter had issues and I didn't want to be judged for her issues. You know, I just wanted to help her type of thing. So what is the response that you got? Because you're you are telling something which is amazing, you know, not, not to be judged is a, is a fantastic uh, line that you took. So I'm sure a lot of people appreciated you uh, for, for taking that and uh, trying to explain the, uh, the, the the real one. I'm sure a lot of people connect with that. Yes, yeah, it, it, it had a really good response. So I, you know, I was happy with the response that it got. Um, you know, back in the day they had, um, people had asked when the next book was coming out, but I never did get to that. It kind of just got shelved. And then again, the publisher went downhill um for that so uh you know at that point i i just never picked it back up and then i i moved on 
so awesome and uh, uh, then the second one you went to the space and you created uh, a, a, a scientific fictional story so that was actually my first one that is the first one okay yeah this was my first one the ultimate passage to the children's journey the ultimate uh, passion okay yep so again this has a story and it's publisher related so you know authors really need to be careful with the publisher that they choose um, what I didn't like about this publisher is this was actually supposed to be called The Final Journey Children Only. And they wanted to change my title and my cover kind of isn't what I wanted <laughs> type of thing. And it really wasn't edited very well. Um, but it's a great story because everyone who read that is like, whoa, we're waiting for book two. And um, this this is really interesting because it just came from a dream. I, wow. I just dreamt one night that this baby was crying in this room next to me and I went in there and I'm like, how the heck did this baby even get here in this room? And that's what started this whole thing because of time travel and the time travel actually happens through dreams. So people kind of are pulled out of from the future through this little time zone through people's dreams. So <laughs> that's what that one was about. <laughs> So I'm sure uh, uh, you might have uh, make people to uh, uh, go into their dreams and uh, see what happened in your dreams. Yeah, because dreams are very interesting. I mean, you know, you don't know where they come from. And <laughs> sometimes you wake up and you're like, wait a minute, was that a dream or was that real? <laughs> yeah, correct. So how much time you took uh, uh, to write this? So to write this one, um, this one probably took about a year because I was working at the time. So it was kind of more of a side hobby on, you know, what I was doing. And I think it was a little rushed. Uh, you know, I didn't get the attention that it really needed. Um, not like today, like today, I, I think it's really cool where we have all these, these self publishers, but the companies really help out. I mean, I'm really happy with, with my new publisher very excited about them. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I think that it's the support you need. And I think people really need to check out who they're working with, or they're going to end up with books like this that could have gone somewhere. And if this went somewhere, I would have written more. Um, I may revamp this again with the correct title and the correct editing with my current publisher once I get through my five my five series book, depending where that goes. Wow. So yeah. after this, after this, what, what you wrote and uh, which one uh, that made you uh, reach more people? So this one is going to be the, the big seller. My brand new one. Better so Lands, the Discoveries. Better Lands, the Discoveries. So it's the Better Lands series. And there's five books that will be involved with this and they'll all be Better Lands. My next one is called Better Lands, The Southbound Journey. And the next one's called Better Lands, The Arrival. And okay. then my other two, I'm gonna kind of keep everyone guessing what they'll be, but it, they're gonna be a little bit different. And as I explain what this is about, you'll understand what my, ne my last two books will be about. Um, so this type of series, um, seems really realistic and I basically started writing this a little over a year ago when the pandemic hit 
and I just had this urge to write. And, you know, I just said, it would be really cool to start a book that says, once upon a time, there was this little girl. I'll tell you, the story doesn't start this way, but that's how I started it <laughs> to begin with. And I wrote this down, and it evolved into this 16-year-old who's on the cover here, who is yeah. one of the main characters who actually survives a four-year pandemic and becomes a visionary leader for all these survivors and takes them on this journey from Vermont down through Kentucky to where these better lands are that are professed to be virus-free. Wow. So this this gal becomes a, a very important part in the, in the entire story, but throughout the story, all these characters say they just kept jumping in. I had no control. And that's what I tell authors when they ask me, how do you write a book and how do you develop your characters? When you start writing, these characters kind of develop themselves. And sometimes you have no control over them. And I'm telling you, I probably have about 30 or 40 main characters now, which is a lot. And it's not easy to keep track of them. And this is how I keep track of them, just to show you. I have little index files, all these index files. Yeah. And, and these little files right here have characters in them. Okay. And they're all down on these index cards. These are all my characters. So that when I change chapters and I'm working with a different team, I can pull this team out and it will remind me of all the characters that are on that team and then I can continue developing the next chapter. So all these uh, uh, for the series? What's that? Uh, all these uh, index that you have uh, created, is this for the series of books that, uh, that, that are going to come? Yes, yeah, so these, all these characters that are created now um, will show up in the first three books. So the, sec the fourth and fifth book um, they'll show back up again, but there's more characters that will be developed because of how the story's going. Okay. So, so originally, when I sat down and wrote this, I ended up with a, like 175,000 words, which is a lot for one book. Okay. And I had a literary agent say to me, and she saved me basically. She said, "Well, look it." It's a good story, but maybe what you want to do is divide it into a couple different books because no one's going to look at an author yeah. like myself who's really unknown with 175,000 words. I'm not Stephen King, right? Yeah, so yeah, kind of. I got that. So I split it up into two books and then I started revamping my first book and the characters developed more and the scenes developed more. So it gave me more room to, to work, but suddenly now that first manuscript turned into three books. And the first three books is a continuation of the character's journey from Vermont all the way into the Better Lands. And there's four teams that do this traveling, so I give time to each one of those teams as they move forward into the Better Lands. So what is the emotion that you are going to create with the characters that uh, you created? And uh, what, 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 is, uh, what people are going to think after reading this? So, because this is about a four-year pandemic that basically destroyed the world, so two-thirds of all the breathing population is gone. 
That's including animals and people. And this virus has been very tricky. So it actually had learned how to implant itself into different structures like metal and wood and so ve think vehicles and houses and all these different type of structures. And it could live there without the human host. So the only way to get rid of it is to burn it. Okay. So all these structures are burned and that leaves the survivors out in the open. So they form these little tent communities. Okay. And once Rosa gets involved in one of these tent communities, then what happens is she just becomes a leader. You know, she starts taking care of people. She's been doing some research on some virus free lands and she kind of gets everybody together. And okay. now they want to follow her. They want to see what it's all about. And there's a third wave that's kind of lurking about on the virus. So everyone knows when that wave comes through, they're probably yeah. not going to survive. So they want to get somewhere. And so she develops these teams. And but before she does, it's really interesting because this has this isn't a story for children. Believe me, this has, you know, I go back and read it because I'm not this type of person at all. I'm like, who wrote this? <laughs> when I go back and read this, but it's got some violence in there. It's got some language in there. Um, but you have to understand we're in a time where people are trying to survive and we have all sorts of people trying to mix together. So I have street thugs. I have motorcycle guys. I have soldiers. I mean, so there's all sorts of people trying to integrate together and they're forced to. So, you know, there's going to be some controversies that are going to happen and some not so good things that are going to happen and some cool little romances that happen as well. Wow. So those are the type of things that it's kind of like an everyday. It's a real life feel, but it's totally fictional. So you can kind of feel and I've gotten some really good feedback so far from folks that have read it. I have um, some author signed copies I'm waiting for. So I have a gaggle of people waiting for their author signed copies and I still don't have them in yet, but yet people have gone to Amazon and they've been able to get it like, you know, the next day type of thing. And then they're reading it and I have one of um, my people waiting for an author signed copy and she writes me, she goes, oh my gosh, she goes, well, my friend got this and she said, it's so good, where's mine? <laughs> <laughs> but you kind of get in, in, engulfed in it. You, you just, you can feel each character. So you can understand Rosa, you know, she came from a privileged life. She lived um, on this lake in a very um, high end area in Vermont with her parents. And she went to private school and she had, you know, they lived in kind of those semi little mansions on the lake. And, you know, suddenly the pandemic comes through and now she finds herself out on the street by herself, you know, having to get into a tent community. So you can only understand her kind of struggle. And she'd been sheltered from really what went on in the real world. So she's coming out into this real world going, whoa, what is happening out here? And then she faces a lot of controversies, um, you know, with herself. Uh, you know, someone, you know, has, has tries to um, abduct, abduct her. Uh, she faces some street thugs. Um, she actually, I don't want to spoil the whole thing, um, but she actually um, handles these street thugs and takes, invites one of them to join their migration. And this guy Blitz is a depatched motorcycle club member from Montreal, Canada. And he's like this a big old thug, but he's really a teddy bear at heart. 
and she finds the 16 year old finds this empathy for this big old street thug and says come with us you know you have nowhere else to go i don't want you out here in the cold you know come with us and of course you know everybody else is like what are you doing you know what are you doing bringing this guy in here and eventually blitz proves himself and he really becomes one of the leaders as the story moves on which is very cool so these are the things that people will follow as well because each character is very unique and you have time to get to know them because as they travel south the team split up into four different groups so you're not like all over the board with 300 different people you're basically you know i'm following team one right now and rose and jean pierre are head of team one and, and i i will take like five or six characters out of that team one even though you know there's a hundred people there there's still five or six main ones so people get to know them and they get very attached to them so as time goes on when something happens to one of them you can kind of feel that heart tug it's like oh wow you know why did that have to happen to that person type of thing Does that make sense yeah it's interesting uh, i think uh, i think this is the right time to uh, 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 this is the right time for people to uh, read this because uh, you are telling that Three, three to four years, people got affected because of some virus, and uh, uh, they needed a place where they uh, they have to they, they can be safe. I think uh, you are going to show it as dramatic as possible. It's it's exciting, and and I do think so. I mean, um, you know, I kind of hope it never happens, but as they take their journey down into the better lands, which is in Kentucky. And it's actually in um, on a peninsula in Kentucky that which is the largest inland peninsula in the United States, but it's surrounded by like two big lakes. So for whatever reason, it being surrounded by those lakes, it was virus free. But as they make those travels down, so they stop, they have five major inside stops. It's going to take them 45 days by foot to travel to the better lands, but they have like they stop at like Fort Drum Army Base in New York. And then after the first book, then they'll go into Ashland, Cleveland and Cincinnati, Ohio. And then they go into Kentucky and then they make it into the better lands. So it the first book hopefully gets people intrigued enough that they want to pick up the second book and find out, you know, hey, now they're going into to Ohio. I want to hear more about what's happening on each of these stops. And as they get into these stops, they're huge stadiums filled with people that are already living there. So you can only understand, you know, there's lots of controversy that's going to happen in those stadiums. And a lot of that is life changing. And so it's pretty a realistic thing that could really happen if someone was really in that scenario. I mean, it's not going to be hunky dory. You know, people's lives have changed going into this type of world. So how many lands that you mentioned and uh, I'm sure uh, the people uh, uh, who are into that, that lands who are going to re uh, read this book, uh, I'm sure they, they are going to connect for sure. And uh, 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 my question is, uh, what about the other lands, people who are living in other lands and trying to read this book? Yeah, so um, as far yeah. as like other places that are reading the book, like that aren't in like those specific areas, this has affected the world. So because I'm just concentrating on Rosa and then her plan, 
there's many others and it does talk about that. I mean, there are some other better lands out there and people migrate to them, but we don't talk about them. You just know that other people are all in these same situations all around the world. So even though you're seeing just one migration group going, you know that's going on with the rest of the folks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's very exciting. <laughs> It's very big. I think uh, how much time uh, uh, that I, you already said it, it took one year for you to uh, complete the project. Yeah, so in a little over a year, I have two books completed and I'm probably about two thirds through on the third book. And then I already know what I'm going to do for my fourth and fifth. Now, my fourth and fifth book is going to be a little different. It's still part of the same journey but it's going to be what I call a northbound journey. So Vermont is located way up in the corner of the US and they're going south down into Kentucky. That's a southbound journey with Rose's group. Well, there's going to be a northbound group coming from like the Atlanta, Georgia area, and they're going to be more like a militia group. And the leader of the whole militia group is actually going to be tied to one of Rose's team members. He's actually the uncle, um, wow. per se. So they don't know each other are on these two different groups. And so these guys travel up to the better lands and obviously there's gonna be a conflict and fight for territory because now you're no longer fighting for the virus, you're fighting over territory. So it's not like things were smooth sailing just because they got to this territory that was virus free. You know, suddenly everyone's pining for that that limited amount of virus-free territory. So people are going to be killed in this? Okay, so how, how you're going to explain it is the matter. Um, so how am I going to explain that? So I don't want to give away the story. <laughs> you're already telling it. <laughs> so, so there will be people killed. Um, I mean, it, it just is the nature of the beast. Um, when you start thinking about how the survivors are migrating and who they're gonna run into and the things that they have to fight for. Um, you know, some are conflicts that they find with within their own team because, you know, suddenly they're thrusted together with, you know, a new world, a new life. They they hate what's happening. They, they're thrown in with, with people that they don't get along with. Um, so, those type of controversies are going to develop and it's something that would happen in real life type of thing um and there's you know just think about that two-thirds of the world's population is gone which means most of all law enforcement and rules and everything are out the door so again you're kind of way back in a time that it's all over the board who's making the rules well the toughest person out there is going to make the rule and that's that's what's going to happen so awesome. So uh, is this book out or uh, is going to be released? So so this one's out. This one is on Amazon now. Um, this the Kindle is not there yet and audio is not there yet, but that's coming. So Kindle should be in the next couple of weeks. My publisher hasn't um, released the Kindle yet because they're responsible for doing that. Um, and then I um, went to ACX, part of Amazon, to do the audio of this, and that will probably be out in late September, October. But book two, 
will be coming out in October. And book three will be coming out in December. So and, and I really needed them to be very close together because it's a continuation. The story is one yeah. big flow. So yeah. by the time they put this down, they're going to be like, I can't wait till book two. Hurry up. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I can understand the interest that you uh, are going to create after uh, one by one. Because uh, like, it, like you said in the beginning, uh, it is a big story and you divided it into three books. And uh, for for the comfort for the reader comfortness, that's 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 uh, that's great. So so th I think you you said more about uh, uh, about the book. I'm sure uh, people who are watching and listening to uh, you now, uh, they understood the 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 overview of uh, what it is going to be. So and uh, I wish you all the best for the October book and the and the third book, the December book. I'm sure uh, uh, it is going to reach uh, to my audience as well and to the world uh, everywhere. Like not only uh, to the places that you mentioned, but all over the world. Uh, so I hope uh, you will do the best in second and third books and fourth and fifth. You didn't mention the names of it, but still. Right, not yet. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> but yes, I sir, I really appreciate you giving me this time to um, talk with you and share my story. Uh, so I'm excited about that, and um, I hope that we can um, share again as you know the other books do come out. Yeah, when when the when the second book comes out uh, before releasing, uh, uh, I want to talk about it, how it is going to be, and uh, what it is going to be, and. Uh, you you will always you you already have uh, the first book audience and I'm sure they'll be waiting and I I want I want you to tell and what what is the response that you got after uh, the first release? What is what? What is the response that you got for the first release? Um, so far it's been really good, so I'm I'm excited about that and I'm still working out the whole promotion and you know figuring out how to get out to a, a broader audience type of thing. Um, but for everybody that I've gotten out to um, and have gotten it so far, I've gotten some really good feedback. So I'm excited about that. And what especially they are uh, uh, connecting with? Um, it's the whole pandemic type of thing. Uh, I think that people are kind of like, wow, I hope this never happens because it does seem really realistic. It isn't like you don't think of it like, hey, this is kind of a sci-fi type of story. This is a, a kind of realistic fictional story. And I've had people connect with, um, you know, I have a couple characters in there, Darcy, who I didn't talk about, but I had someone who can't wait to see what's going on with Darcy and Dora and Chad. And, you know, so they, they pick certain characters that they have actually connected with. So there's yeah. enough characters in there that someone's going to find someone to connect with. And that's what I'm hearing. You know, so it isn't always Blitz and it isn't always Rosa. It's kind of like these odd people that they're like, wow, I can't wait to hear more about them. What's going to happen to them? Like I said, uh, this is the right time uh, because uh, the, 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 the third wave is going to come in India as well. And uh, the, already we have faced the pandemic. I'm sure uh, uh, because I, th this is the right time for people to, uh, uh, you know, already they have seen the reality and they want to see what the fiction that you created uh, uh, using the real story that uh, you have experienced. 
Well, good. So, well, again, thank you so much for, for talking with me today. It's been a pleasure meeting you. And, uh, you know, I wish you the best, too. And I'm looking forward to staying in touch. Yeah. So, at last, have you seen any videos of mine on YouTube? And uh, what do you say about it as an author? So, I was looking at you do a lot of tech interviews with, with tech folks. And um, yeah, I did. I, I did with uh, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, yes, I. But but for the ones I was looking at, I kind of just went in and, and looked at. It. And you do have a variety of people that you go and talk to, which I think is very interesting, because you do expand your horizon on who you talk to. It's kind of like getting the word out on on every type of industry, what people are interested in. So. It's almost like you're trying to connect as well to the folks out there. Do you have a little something for everybody? And I like that. And uh, yeah, so I, I enjoyed the videos that I looked at. So uh, as a person who who is very good in explaining the emotions and uh, who is very good in understanding the scenario, uh, me talking with uh, different country people who are into different professions and who are into different jobs and doing different things, completely coming with different experience backgrounds me trying to showcase their uh, 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 ideas and thoughts and uh, the work that they did on my platform so what do you think that is going to be useful for me at, at the same time people who are watching it and listening to it well i think it's really good that you can relate to people from all states i mean it's kind of like what i do in sales is you can't it's kind of going almost to my book too. It's like you can't judge somebody for what they do and decide not to talk to them because maybe that's not in your category. And you don't do that. And you and you are a good listener and you let them kind of share. And I think that's really exciting and that's real important um, to know that you are such a good listener and that you're willing to let whoever, you know, you decide to bring on of all these different walks of people. And, and to me, that would get more more of an audience interested in you because of that. You know, you're not just focused on just, hey, I'm just going to talk to somebody who does SAS, you know, in the tech world. Because uh, I want to find out about that because that's the only audience you'll ever get, right? Now, you might get some author people coming in because, you know, here I am on here. But you're also going to get the SAS tech people because they already know you do tech stuff and they're going to check in on everything that you're doing. And then the same with, you know, when you talk to other folks. So I, I think it's brilliant. Yes. So I'm sure uh, the people who are connected with me who are into technology, uh, they love the work uh, that uh, you are doing because, uh, you know, they are, they, are, they are busy with their work. They don't know their there is another world which exists. So I want to tell the work. And also, not only tech, I have a technical channel separate and I have a non-technical channel separate, which where I took, where I took 450 plus interviews of a lot of authors and police officers, army officers, different doctors, politicians, musicians, every, everybody. So I'm going to put the, uh, this video on, on that channel so that uh, the right people can connect more than the tech people and uh, i'm sure you uh, among all the authors that i met you 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 are unique the the way uh, you said the, about the story and uh, the way uh, you projected what you have imagined uh, 
uh, is completely different and nobody has said this kind of a story i'm sure this is going to be connected with a lot of people and i'm sure your two or the complete five series are going to uh, go a long uh, way well thank you for saying that and uh, yeah so I, and that was my goal also with writing about the pandemic because it does fit into every walk of life we've all been touched by it so i would think that it would pique people's interest um because it it is kind of a what if i mean we do have the delta strand coming through again you know kind of scary stuff awesome <laughs> <laughs> too emotional so can i put uh, this video and audio clip on my youtube channel with your permission yes that would be great and also can i put this audio and video clip on my social media internet podcast website everywhere with your permission yes you can yeah and thank you so much listen uh, for giving me your valuable time and uh, telling about uh, the wonderful work uh, that you do thank you and thank you for having me i'm excited and i look forward to talking to you again soon sure i will you, you will come to my show again after uh, before uh, the second release I, i'll let you know yeah thank you again uh, All right, perfect. Have a great great rest of your day. Yeah. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye.